All right, well, we are back with another Fight Week podcast, October 21st, this Saturday night. And that man, Zach Partridge, has been putting it all together. Zach, great to talk to you once again and really excited for this one. Yeah, I um, crowd-wise, ticket sales-wise, I think this is going to be our, our biggest Challenger Series yet. Um, Heber is anxious and excited to have MMA come up there and uh, for very, very good reason. And I think there's some fights on on this card that, you know, we're, we're bringing one of our, another really talented challenger series card up to Heber, Utah, man, it's full from top to bottom. The main card, once again, absolutely delivers with a lot of returners, the prelims full of debuters who show a lot of promise as well. And I kind of wanted to ask you what was kind of the decision-making behind going up to Heber? Cause it is a little bit more in the Wasatch back a little bit more remote than other places that we typically go to. Well, I mean, part of our goal at the Challenger Series is to kind of spread the love around Utah, you know, like Salt Lake gets a lot of MMA and, uh, you know, we were going down to Utah County. We recently went up to Farmington. Um, One thing that made me look into it too is like that our prize show did so good. And it was like, you know, I think going down, going to these smaller towns and not that Heber's a small town anymore. It's kind of blown up over the last five years or so, but um you know, they, they have a rich history of wrestling at Wasatch High School, you know, Cole Schaefer from there. But I mean, they they have a lot of uh, they have a lot of good wrestlers that, that come from that. Robbie Miner wrestled there um, and, and a handful of others that are in the MMA community. And um, just the way the, the community up there supports the wrestling program and um, and and just supports activities in general. We just thought that, that would be a really good spot. And. I think tables are almost sold out already with, you know, heading into fight week and we're, we're in a really good spot to have a great turnout. And uh, the student body there was super pumped about coming as well. So I, I think it'll be a good time. Man, well, let's kick off this card. Let's talk about the prelims, 145-pound kickboxing match. Luke Foxley facing off against Nate Ayers, two guys who we haven't seen before in the fierce cage, but both of them definitely been training, getting ready for this one. Yeah, I mean, kickboxing was something that, you know, we finally got some kickboxing matches under our belt in price. We've scheduled some before that have kind of fallen out. But, um, you know, there's there there's a need out there. I think it's a great entryway for fighters that aren't ready for MMA, but their striking's there. Um, it's very similar, I think, like jujitsu ju- competitions um, before MMA fights. If the striking's not ready, you know, do some jujitsu competitions. Um, it's a platform that, you know, gyms have been asking us to, hold kickboxing on our cards and so we're doing that and um i i i i think it's fun yeah it's going to be a whole lot of fun nate ayers 36 jiu-jitsu matches over the last couple of years an mma fight already under his belt he's been active as anyone as for luke foxley been training striking for years at this point under casey wilkinson now over at wasatch combat sports i mean we saw the striking of jackson degray last month i think it's going to be a fun one I think I think it's going to be a higher level kickboxing match than than people are used to, which yeah, um, pretty pretty two good debut kickboxers. All right, so we go from 145 pounds up to welterweight at 170. Alan Aragon, the name out of Agima, back after 18 months away, facing off against Peyton Tomlin, as forementioned, out of Excite MMA. I yeah, I'm excited about this one. Peyton is somebody that he got a hold of my phone number through. Uh, cross Hughes or or some one of the other fighters out there and said hey you're the guy that i need to talk to you to get a fight i want to fight and man he hounded me 
he was he was all about it and want, he just wanted to fight was down to fight anybody i think he said anybody with two or three fights or less and, and i'll say yes i don't care what their record is and and uh you know those guys that bring those that energy to the cage and stuff uh self-belief and stuff very very interesting and very entertaining on the flip side you know alan uh is back and uh he's at a great gym he had a tough fight that didn't go his way in his debut fight 18 months off i'm really interested to see where he's leveled up and gotten better i um i'm excited for that one yeah, he certainly showed promise and potential in that first fight. We'll have to see what the time away has done. As for Peyton Tomlin, you are right. It was Cross Hughes, most likely. They are friends from high school back in their Arkansas days, actually came out here together. And so they've been longtime friends. Very curious to see what he looks like in comparison to the hot streak that Cross Hughes is on. All right, let's move over to Ty Monson, Hunter Van Dussen. Ty Monson, another name out of Wasatch Combat Sports. As for Hunter Van Dussen, the first name out of Fusion MMA in St. George, Utah, representing under the fierce banner uh here this year zach looking forward to this one yeah um we you know um obviously look forward to working with fusion more uh go, as i went down and fought for them i uh, love coach um ace uh down there um love their team um i hunter is i think he you know i they're 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 a good gym but i'm really excited to see ty monson finally get to fight he was scheduled to have a kickboxing match on i believe challenger series two in Orem and his opponent pulled out on him and then he had some military services he had to attend to so couldn't get right back on another card but been training and ready to take an MMA fight and uh, I'm excited for him to finally get his opportunity in the cage. All right, let's kick off our prelim headliner, Josh Tataoyuli, facing off against Francisco Vasquez who's going to be our final debuter. Tataoyuli back after seven years away, Zach. Yeah, and what's really fun about this is I and I didn't know this originally but um josh asked to get on one of our cards he's telling me like i'm a wrestler like that's 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 kind of what i do he trades very closely with you know one of our heavyweight contenders zeke latu um and then uh and then francisco uh his coach at team link said hey i have a debuter you know he's been training for a little bit i think it's time he wants to fight and then i find out that later like just a few weeks ago fabio actually brought him in to be his wrestling coach to get fabio ready for his fight against i believe against the mongolian and um now that 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 fight has me very intrigued very very interested um these debuters that have a little backstory behind them and, and experience but not in mma is always really interesting to see we're, we're going to find out real quick, you know, where, where Francisco's at and, and, you know, Josh, man, I don't know if you're friends with Josh on social media, but he's always training. He's always training. He's been out for seven years, but he's been, as long as I've known him, he's been training. Probably up there with Alden Ashcraft is the best physique, I think in the entire state in terms of active MMA fighters. I mean, the guy's absolutely shredded. Yeah. I'm excited. Muscles don't win fights though. Right. Like I, <laughs> I, I, I think I think this could be sneaky fight of the night for uh, for the amateurs. Um, it, I, I'm really excited for that fight. And then kicking off the main car, we got Kevin Guo coming in from the Pit SLC, and then we've also got Ben Guyman back for the first time since 2017. Yeah, uh, Kevin's been a guy that uh, Ramsey's been trying to get me to get him on the card. You know, a lot recently. Um, and we've been just looking for the matchup and the right matchup. Um, so 
Uh, I, I'm excited. I am interested to see him fight. His last fight was back in Michigan earlier this year at 125 pounds. He lost a split decision, really tough fight, fun fight to go watch. Um, you can find it on YouTube. I went and watched it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, Ben, this is an interesting one for me. He's someone that I used to train with, he used to train with me and, um, we sparred a lot. Ben hits really hard. I'll, I'll never forget. Like, remember he was a featherweight then. And I was like, okay, we'll spar. And he hit me. And I was like, what the freak, bro? Like I, like he, he does, he hits hard. He's been around for a long time. And he's just one of those guys that I think took a little break from MMA, but like he's a martial artist and like, this is what he does. He, he comes from an old school group of guys in Ogden that used to train a lot too and spar a lot. And um, it's going to be very interesting to see what his return looks like. Austin Bowden facing off against Chris Falau. Bowden coming in on 11 days notice. As for Chris Falau, he looked fantastic back in August at the Maverick Center, Zach. Yeah, I mean... Shout out Austin Bowden. Again, another guy taking, I mean, Chris Falau has been a hard guy to match and uh, um, has had a couple people agree and then back out. Um, we really, I really like him at that 225 cruiserweight division, but um, just given the timing and everything, we just, we did this one at heavyweight. Um, but yeah, shout out to Austin for stepping up. Love guys like that, making the trip down from Evanston down to Heber to fight and uh, uh i'm interested i austin's got some experience he's got five fights so i think there's it's a little you know it's a step up in competition for chris which he needs um i, I i'm excited to see uh to see what this one looks like yeah that's gonna be a whole lot of fun another one First time we've seen this kid since January of this year. His opponent, first time we've seen him since may of last year jordan munoz facing off against dietrich jessup well jordan munoz um, man, he messaged me and asked for this fight. Um, I think that that, I think it's, and largely if you, if you know, he has a little bit of a history with Christian Cortez who pulled out against Dietrich. And I think Jordan wanted to kind of like step into that spot and Christian's spot there and take that fight as kind of a, a way to show, you know, Christian something maybe like whatever I and that might be just me reading way too much into it and just a happy coincidence but um Jordan I mean Jordan reached out to me and asked if that fight was filled and we had somebody for Dietrich yet and I said nope I'm just starting to look now because it was like the next day and he's like I'll fight him and he goes let me just double check with my dad and my coaches but like I'll fight him I'm I'm game and Dietrich said yes and apparently Dietrich spent a minute training at Team Link as well and they've been in the training room together so that's always an interesting dynamic of when people fight that train together in the past, because I think they're both different fighters now too than when they train together. Um, interesting fight, a lot of interesting aspects. I'm very high on Dietrich. I think people underestimated him in his last two fights and he keeps surprising everybody. Um, Jordan obviously has a lot more experience, has been doing this a lot longer, is older. Um, but if Jordan's underestimating Dietrich, that hasn't worked out for his last two opponents, who I think may have a little bit. Um, but Jordan is very game, always has good cardio, um, has tools. Like, I, I think this is a very good fight. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. We will have to see what the flyweight division looks like following 
that fight, the results of it. But speaking of flyweights, let's head over to this amateur title bout. Brendan Myers facing off against Nasir Davis. Originally, it was going to be Michael Eastwood, unfortunately, with that knee injury, unable to perform. So we have Nasir Very Davis coming in. Very legit knee injury. Also, yes. Did you see that knee? Yes. He noticed his knee away. It was, he had so much fluid in it. It was disgusting. No, we, we absolutely wish him the best in terms of his recovery and everything. We hope to have him back on a card soon. But Brendan Myers, Nasir Davis, this is going to be fun. Yeah, uh, Brendan, obviously we know him. He's the most active fighter for Fierce. Is this his fifth walk this year? It will be five. So the day of the fights, it will be October 21st. His debut was October 22nd of 2022. It'll count him in for five in that 12-month period. What a stud, man. Love it. Um, yeah, I mean, we know. Uh, one thing that I've been very impressed with with Brendan is we've watched his striking get significantly better from his first to his fourth fight right um it, it i feel like in his debut fight against dietrich um dietrich overwhelmed him a little bit with his flurries and his high pace when and really when he was fighting tony garcia the first time i remember just thinking like wow he's way more comfortable on the feet and he looked like sharp and he looked really sharp and then the, the garcia rematch too was a very impressive performance. Nasir Davis is a sick striker out of Las Vegas. Like he's he's very he's very good on the feet. So I'm very interested. He's been around, has good experience too. So I'm very interested to see Nasir and Brendan the stylistic matchup there. If Brendan is you know can hang on the feet long enough to set up you know good shots to to get it to the ground where. I think he'll be in his element and have the advantage. I think the if the, if the longer the fight stays on the feet, Nasir should have a good, good path. I'm very excited for this flyweight title fight. And there's just, and what's really fun is win or lose. There's just a lot of fun fights and options to make after this fight as well. Belt on the line. Absolutely cannot wait for it. Let's move over to the pros. We've got Cole Schaefer, the Wasatch legend, facing off against Brooks Callahan coming up from Blythe, California. Very interesting one here. I mean, we haven't seen Cole Schaefer in 18 months, but he seems to be as primed and ready as he ever has been. Yeah, I mean, and Brooks is a, Brooks is a freaking, he, talk about not being afraid to fight, made his pro debut against uh, Trent Miller who was supposed to fight Marco Sanchez and Trent is on a tear in his own right right now. Um, he had a good AMI record, um, won an amateur title in Arizona for rough, uh, good, really good promotion down there. So, you know, Brooks is, is Brooks game. Um, and I think, a, I think it's going to be a really fun fight. I think um, it's going to be interesting to see Cole, back in his old gym where he, you know, did a lot of really good things and, and uh, had a lot of really good moments at Wasatch high school. Um, Cole is a, you know, he's a personal friend of mine and somebody that I consider a good friend and somebody I, I reach out to and get advice from, from time to time. I'm just excited to see him back in there after this layoff. Cannot wait for it. October 21st, this Saturday in Heber, Utah doors open at four fight start at five. Is that correct, Zach? Yes, sir. Absolutely cannot wait for it. All right, we just got a couple minutes left. I do need to bring this up, Zach. You did absolutely incredible in your fight just a couple of weeks ago. Personally, as a friend and as someone who cares about you, I am so incredibly proud of you. I just want to give you the floor for a sec, talk a little bit about the fight and what what really stood out for you. Um, 
Yeah, I just it, it sucks. It sucks that I I feel like I I ruined my moment a little bit by missing weight. Uh, my body shut down. Like my opponent saw it, like the doc the I brought plastics to weigh-ins to continue to cut weight, and the doctor basically told me, "No, dude, like you're done. Your heart rate's already way too high for for where you're at." Um, and he basically told me, "Go rehydrate now, or else you're not fighting." Period um it was the mind wanted to the body wasn't willing so like that that was just really disappointing I'm older I can't I came off a couple of year layoff like I can't cut weight like I could in my early 30s apparently as I turned 35 here uh on fight day October 21st I just yeah but I mean once once I got into the cage I I don't know like as a fighter like I knew it I I knew I knew when I was walking out I was winning that fight I was very comfortable. I was very confident. Crown puts on a great show. Um, it was nice to have so many teammates, family, friends there. I had a lot of support there from, you know, fierce family. But, you know, my wife and kids were there cage side. My grandpa, dad, cousins, sister, like nephew, like I just uncle. I had a lot of family and a lot of support there. But, and, you know, being in there and back with my coach, Aldo, a good best friend and teammate, Cole Faust. Cody was back there with me, like, I was just really comfortable and that helped out a lot. No, oh, it was an incredible show. We really appreciate it. And uh, we cannot wait for October 21st. Zach Partridge, thank you so much. See you soon.